The Word of God is food for the spirit and health to the body. Through the spirit of revelation, we are guided into the wisdom and deep mysteries in His Word that make our lives vibrant and productive. Welcome to the Makerefu Gospel Church Podcast. As you listen in, the glory of God will be quickened and activated in your life. And now, the Word. I'm excited to be here before you. And it's a great privilege for me to come and minister to Makeri Church. I think this is my third time. Uh, and I'm happy. Hallelujah. I'm happy. I'm, I'm excited. Amen. And I thank God for Pastor Freddy who invited me to come. I'm a, an overseer of Mobende region, and I've been a pastor of Unsanji Full Gospel Church, just Massacre Road here. But now I retired from being a pastor of that church, and we are blessed with a new pastor. Amen. And uh, I'm happy when I sit there and they see how he does things. I rejoice in my soul and give thanks to God. Amen. He's a good man. He came to our church when he was 15 years. And he has grown to almost 50 now. He is doing great. Amen. And I thank God who blessed me with him. Today, we are going to talk about a giant that David could not kill. A giant that David could not kill. Thank you, worshiping team. You've blessed my soul, and God bless you. Amen. We'll be talking about a man who killed a lion. This is the man who killed a bear during a winter season. This is a man who killed Goliath. This is David. Amen. It's exciting to know that this man was anointed of God. And he did many things, as you will see, or as you know, because I know you are Bible readers. Amen? And he was a good man, as we can check in First Samuel chapter 16. We can turn 
before we pray, we will begin with verse 14. If you can read, my, my Bible is a Uganda one. First Samuel 16, 14. But the Spirit of the Lord departed from Saul, and a distressing spirit from the Lord troubled him. And Saul's servant said to him, Surely a distressing spirit from God is troubling you. 1616, let our master now command your servants who are before you to seek out a man who is a skillful player on the harp, and it shall be that we will play it with his hand when the distressing spirit from God is upon you, and you shall be well. So Saul said to his servants, provide me now a man who can play well, and bring him to me. Then one of the servants answered and said, Look, I've seen a son of Jesse, the, Beth the Bethlehemite, who is skillful in playing, a mighty man of valor, a man of war, prudent in speech, and a handsome person, and the Lord is with him. Therefore Saul sent messengers of Jes to Jesse and said, Send me your son David, who is with a sheep. And Jesse took a donkey, loaded with bread, a skin of wine and a young goat, and sent them by his son David to Saul. So David came to Saul and stood before him, and he loved him greatly and became his arm bearer. We can stop there. Thank you very much. This is a man with a life full of qualities. He is a good man. He's a warrior, manuvara, and God is with him. He could sing. He could do all things, and they're all good. Amen? So the scripture says, this is the man whom we are talking about, a man of Varad, a warrior. And now, we are saying, after he had killed Goliath, after he had killed the lion, and a bear. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we want to give you glory and the honor and the praises for your worth of it. We are gathered before you, Lord, and we are seeking for your love. And we want to invite you, come and speak with us. Let your hand, let your Holy Spirit be with us and teach us a lesson here. Reveal the mystery of your word that we are going to share. Let's hear from you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. So, like I said, we are going to share about 
a giant that David could not kill. He had fought many battles. He was anointed. Since his youth, he's been doing wonderful. But now, he has a giant whom he could not kill. Can you imagine that? He had never failed. But now, there is a giant. Okay, let's turn to Second Samuel. Chapter 21, verse 15 to 17. 2 Samuel 21, 15. When the Philistines were at war again with Israel, David and his servants with him went down and fought against the Philistine. And David grew faint. Then Ish Benop, who was one of the sons of the giant, the weight of whose bronze spear was 300 shekels, who was bearing a new sword, thought he could kill David. But Abishai, the son of Zeria, came to, to his aid and struck the Philistine and killed him. Then the men of David swore to him, saying, You shall go out no more with us to battle, lest you quench the lamp of Israel. Thank you. David is a warrior. He's been a warrior ever since his youth. And now he's grown up. He's an old man. But still, he's going out to war. A man had a heart after God's will. He could not let go fighting. No. All the time he was fighting. After he had fought and killed Goliath, I can imagine Goliath's son came out to meet with his father. But the man had been killed in the battle. Usually, when Goliath and his army had defeated their enemies, he could come with singing, with joy, with spoils. Amen. And this time, he did not come back. Now, this is my imagination now. As the Philistines are marching back, but some of them, they have one hand. This is gone. Some of them are just having pants or trousers, no shirts. Others are ble bleeding. Amen? 
And Goliath's son comes out and says, Hey, where is my dad? Where is my dad? No one could answer. Because the man is dead. Then one soldier comes out and says, Hey, your dad is dead. What? He's dead. Who killed my father? Who killed him? Then one of the soldiers said, A little shepherd boy killed your father. A shepherd boy? My father kills kings. But a shepherd boy killed him? Oh no. No way. When I grew up, when I grow up, I'll kill that shepherd boy. So he vowed. Now, time goes by. David is growing old. And the younger boy is growing also. And he became a fighter. He's also a giant. You know, Goliath had the four sons. Maybe you never knew. But he had four sons. Then one of them has grown up and he vowed to kill David the shepherd boy. And the story goes that there was a time they went out for war and David as a king, he went with them. Then It came a time when David grew weary, tired. Amen? I don't know if you have ever grown weary. Have you? Because there are seasons. In our lives, there is a season of joy, hope for joy, or a season with sorrow. Seasons, times are different. We all grow weird. Amen. David never knew that time will come. He never knew. I, you and me, at times we are not ready for those time, uh, kind of times. We are not ready. And we think things will stay as they are always. But no matter 
how much you are anointed, how many victories have you received or attained or got, but there will be always a time when we grow well. Amen? David wanted to fight. He knows he is anointed. The Lord is with him, as we read in 1 Samuel chapter 17. The boy reported to the king, I saw a, 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 a man, son of Jesse. Mm -hmm. Can you describe how he is? Yeah, he can pray music very well. He is eloquent in his speech. He is a man of valor. And God is with him. These were all true. Be strong men or women at times grow well. Oh, yes. This is why we need other people. This is why we need people to stand with us. This is why you need your neighbor. And he or she needs you. Praise the Lord. So the story goes that he went down to war. He went with his men. And how did he got these men? First Samuel chapter 22, verse 1. Maybe to 3. First Samuel 22, 1. David therefore departed from there and escaped to the cave of Adlam. So when his brothers and all his father's house heard it, they went down there to him. And everyone who was in distress, and everyone who was in distress, everyone who was in debt, and everyone who was discontented gathered to him. So he became captain over them, and there were about 400 men with him. Thank the you very much. He had 400 men with him. They just gathered to him, and he became their leader. He is leading men who are full of distress, debts, weak people. They all gathered to him and he became he became their leader. What do you say to a man who lead or leads such a group of people? 
they were not well off. They had problems. David's group or team was full of problems. But he gathered them. He allowed them to stay with him. He took time to train them. He took time to make them what they were now. And they all loved him. But what, do, what would you say to such a man? I don't know if you would like to have such a group. How many of us would like to have such a group like this, full of deaths, full of problems, full of distress? I mean, this is not a, a, a team that I would like to have. But anyway, they're the ones who has come to, to him. I don't know why those who were well off never came to David. I don't know why people with problems only how dare he allow them to stay with him because he was also a man of problems. He was running away. He was uh, so was chasing after him, right? For me, I would say, please let me leave me alone because I cannot bear my problems and yours. Maybe I would like them to, to leave me alone. But David accepted them. What kind of people do you accept in your life? I would prefer good ones, but not these ones. That's me. But you are different from me. But I would prefer a good people's team. I can... How would you like to team up with the good people? But this was not the story to David. And maybe these are problems from outside. Not within, but they are people who have problems within. What if the one who came to you is a Roman monger? He doesn't do things like you want him to do. Things that they do are not present. Present. But David, for him, he received them, he accepted them. 
the way they are. Praise God. And for David, he knew, maybe, maybe he knew, a time will come when I will need these people. That's why he did not chase them away. At times we cut off ourselves from people who are not doing good. People who are not good, who are not nice. We cut ourselves off. And I think you ever, you have ever done that. God told, taught me a lesson how to be patient with such people. Amen? And I see David receiving them and he was ashamed, he was not ashamed to be called a leader of such people. Why? All people are not good. Many of us has, ha, ha, have our shortcomings. Amen? We need someone to bear with us, right? Are you? Do you need someone to bear with you? So, the story is telling us about a giant that David could not kill. David knew the value of having people around him. We all need people around us that can help us in times of a trial, times being weak. So never let them go. Have them. He knew that everyone, everybody counts according to him. Amen. This boy, we are back now to Second Samuel. Chapter 21. This boy by the name of Isbipinob was serious to kill David. He was serious. He was not joking. And he waited for such a day to come. He waited for such a day to come. He knew one time David will grow weird. And then that will be a rising time for him to kill. 
So, this time came. And I don't think David ever thought about it. For us, we see ourselves strong every time. And we can go on giving testimonies, over testimonies, how victorious we had been. Amen? And I am sure David went on to give that testimony, or those testimonies to people. Never joke with me. I killed a lion. I killed a bear. I killed Goliath. And all these things he was talking about were huge, were big. And people would praise him. You were so powerful. Oh yes, you did it and it was great. But he never knew there will come a time when things change. Amen? We, I would like to talk about this Abishai. Who is Abishai? Abishai is a brother to Job and their father. His name was Zariah. The Bible tells us how stubborn these two boys were. He never praised them. He just lived with them. He left them alone. He trained them, but they were not good. Maybe let's turn to Let's turn to Second Samuel, Chapter Three. This is how he could talk about them because he knew them. Chapter Three, Verse Thirty Nine. Second Samuel three thirty nine. Yes. Okay. And I am weak today, though anointed king. And I am weak today, though anointed king. And these men, the sons of Zorah, are too harsh for me. The Lord shall repay the evil. The Lord shall repay the evil door according to his wickedness. <laughs> these sons of Zariah, one of them was Joab. And the second one is Abishai. He had them on his team, and he knew their characters. He knew they are not good people. But however, he decided to have them. I want you to look at me. And uh, maybe think about this. 
You know, you have friends, and they're stubborn. And I think this could compel you to say, hey, stay away, stay away from me. Stay away from me. But never, David did that. And now, according to chapter 21, or chapter 22, we can see who is coming to aid David. The Bible says, verse 16, no, verse 15. Second Samuel 2, 21, 15. When the Philistines were at war again with Israel, David and his servants with him went down and fought against the Philistines. And David grew faint. He grew faint. And verse 16. 16, then Ishib Benob, who was one of the sons of the giants, the weight of whose bronze spear was 300 shekels, who was bearing a new sword, thought he could kill David. Who is here now? Abishai. A stubborn character. But looking around, no one went there but Abishai. Paul writes in 2 Timothy chapter 4. He's saying, because I'm sure he looked around except, expecting his friends to be there for him. But there was none. Verse 16. Chapter 4, 2 Timothy, verse 16. At my first defense, no one stood with me, but all forsook me. May it not be charged against them. You see? Paul was expecting someone, some of his good friends. And he looked around, no one was there. No one was there. And I think, and I'm sure you have ever read about John Mark. John Mark. Maybe to Paul, this was not a good companion. And they thought of going back to see the churches they, they planted. Barnabas wanted to take John Mark. And Paul said, in no way, we are not taking him. No, 
No. Because he, he left us on the way and he did not go with us. Going back to, oh, going with us to do the work of God? No, we are not taking him. Barnabas said, for me, I will take him. Paul said, no, you are not taking him. He insisted and he said, I'm taking John Mark with me. And Paul broke up with Barnabas. He chose someone whom he thought was a good man, will help him. And Barnabas said, okay, take that one, but I'm taking John Mark. He took him. But when trouble came and the Paul and Cyrus were imprisoned, Cyrus said, I never knew. I never knew that things will go this way. And after they were released, we find Silas no more or nowhere. And the man who to Paul, who according to Paul was not a good one, you can read for me verse 11. Can we begin with verse 9, please? Verse 9. Second Timothy 4. Yes. Be diligent to come to me quickly. For Damas has forsaken me, having loved this present world, and has departed for Thessalonica, Christians for Galatia, Titus for Dalmatia. Only Luke is with me. Get Mark and bring him with you, for he is useful to me for ministry. And Tychus I have sent to Ephesus. How could, how could Paul say that John Mark is good now? When did he become a good one? He did not like him, but now he's coding for him. If you're coming to me, please bring John Mark with you to me because he's so useful to me in the work of ministry. But the other time he he did not accept him to be with him. You see, there are some people who may not look useful to you at that time. 
But after a while, you will find how useful they are. Someone may not look useful as per now, but there will there'll be a time. Paul is a powerful man of God, but now there came a time when he is weak. He's in prison. Amen? He needs someone to help him. But none is there. None is there. Mm -hmm. Verse 16. Verse 16 of 2 Timothy 4. Mm -hmm. At my first defense, no one stood with me, but all forsook me, may it not be charged against them. He is lamenting. He is lamenting. And where is Sira? If I was Barnabas, if I was Timothy, I would ask him, where is Cyrus? Where did he go? Because he chose him, thinking he's the best. And he left John Mark alone. And now you are telling us, no one stood by you in your defense. What are you doing, Paul? What are you saying? What is Cyrus? He's nowhere to be seen. But please, as you're coming, bring with you John Mark because he is a good helper. He can help me. The people that you thought they are not beneficial to you, there will be a time when you are looking for them. There will be a time that you need them. And now you say they are so much beneficial to you. Can you turn around and tell your neighbor, you're my Abishai. Oh, yes. He, she is your Abishai. She's the one who will come for your aid. Make sure you don't let him or her go. Please. He may not be doing good now, but there will come a time when you need 
that person. So David looked around. He's fainting. Tom came when he was fainting. And he wanted someone to come for his aid. Or to his aid. Who is there? Abishai, the stubborn. Do you understand me? Who is there? Abishai, the stubborn one. Where are others? They are not there. So, this younger giant had devoted to, to kill David, the shepherd boy, who killed his father. But Abishai came to his aid and killed the feast That was his last day. That would be David's last day if was not Abishai. Amen? Please try to make people closer to you. Accept them. Be their Abishais. And they will be your Abishai. We all need each other. There came a time when I could not pray. Have you ever got that such a time? I could not pray. I could not say two, three, four words to God. But thank God I had the Abishais. They prayed for me. They came to my aid. They encouraged me, though I was their pastor. I needed them. And I survived. And I have survived many times when the Abishais come to my aid. Never and never throw away your brother, your sister. Please, always see them as your Abishais. Help them. Train them. Encourage them. Go to them. Don't just say, well, it's about six months now. I don't see him, but I know he knows his Jesus. She knows her Jesus. No. Go to him. Find what's going on with that friend of yours. <laughs> <laughs> 
Amen. May God bless you. Thank you for listening. We hope that you've been strengthened with His might and fortified by the Word of God. Please make sure to like, follow, and subscribe to our Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube pages at Full Gospel Map. Goodbye.